Welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word, and I'm Roberta Foster. Today, I welcome Brad Hambrick to Author's Corner. He has written the book, Angry with God, which is published by New Growth Press, and he'll tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. Let me give you just a little information on Brad. He serves as the pastor of counseling at the Summit Church in Durham, North Carolina. He also serves as assistant professor of biblical counseling at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary and a council member of the Biblical Counseling Coalition. He's also authored several books, including God's Attributes, Rest for Life Struggles, and Making Sense of Forgiveness, along with this one that we're talking about today, Angry with God. And he serves as general editor for the Becoming a Church That Cares Well for the Abused curriculum. Well, Brad, thank you so much for finding time in your schedule to talk with us today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I appreciate the invitation. Well, in the information I received about the book, you uh, indicate that the book is a guided process to being honest with God about their pain. And I just kind of hit on the word guide. Why do you feel it's important that we have a guide to dealing with anger? You know, if we take a, a step back just for a moment, that when we get angry with God, uh, rarely do we get angry with God about inconsequential things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually because we've been through something profoundly difficult. Um, and it feels like we are drowning and overwhelmed. Uh, if you get angry with God, well, one thing that means is God is really important to you. Mm. Uh, you know, we don't tend to get angry with inconsequential people in our life and it stick and it disrupts. And so we're going through the hardest thing we've been through in our life. Uh, our rock, our refuge, our hiding place. Uh, mm-hmm. We feel like God is absent or abandoned. We're, uh, we're drowning and overwhelmed. And so having some kind of process that helps us put into words what we're experiencing, to name our emotions, to begin to figure out how do I... How do I process these things in a way that allows me to meaningfully reconnect with God in the ways that were uh, so beneficial uh, for much of my life and made this hard thing so hard to deal with? Mm-hmm. And one of the other comments is that the book is going to help the reader contextualize their experience in light of the gospel. And, you know, I think that's some of the issue is we just don't know how to balance it out with what God's Word says. So tell us how you're going to help with that. Yeah, Uh, you know, the title of the book says Angry with God. One of the things about anger, whenever anger is in the room or on the title of a book, uh, it gets all of the attention. Okay. Um, But but I would say the book is, uh, it's really a book about grief. Uh, when we get to those things that are the kind of life experiences that are overwhelming, uh, we uh, it's usually because we have lost something very significant mm. to us, and we are grieving in mm-hmm. absence. Uh, and I think so often when we hear applying the gospel to a struggle of life, we assume that the struggle is a sin-based struggle. Uh, and one of the things that this book does is that, hi, If when we are angry with God, we are grieving, that is an expression of suffering. Uh, 
that God wants to bring comfort to. Uh, and so, you know, it's an exploration of how do we bring our suffering to God in a way um, that we receive the comfort that He wants to give. Uh, and so I think for many of your listeners, uh, even thinking through, like, ah, I have been through this relational tragedy and lost a relationship that was precious to me, or somebody I love died of cancer, or I've been a part of this ministry and things fell apart and it's not there anymore, uh, that, that those are experiences that God has compassion for the suffering of those experiences. Mm-hmm. And um, again, uh, the book is walking us through uh, how do we grieve those things uh, when our grief is hot. Mm-hmm. And the title of the book is Angry with God, but there's also the word at crossed out, angry at God rather than angry with God, or I should say vice versa. So tell us the difference mm-hmm. between being angry at God versus being angry with God. I think many of us have probably had the experience where uh, we've been angry at a friend, and mm-hmm. we've been angry with a friend. Uh, when you're angry at a friend, uh, it is you versus them. One person's going to be right, one person's going to be wrong, uh, and you are competing uh, through the entire conversation that is actually much more of a debate or an argument than it is a conversation. And then you've also had the experience of being angry with a friend, where something is hard and you are talking about it, And when you're angry with a friend, your voice may reach the same decibel levels, your uh, words may be just as sharp, your eyes may be just as piercing. Mm. But at the end of that conversation, uh, we tend to take a a sigh, and we look at our friend and we say, thank you. Mm. Thank you for hearing me. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for supporting me uh, as I'm trying to figure out what to do with this thing that was so hurtful and made me so angry. Mm. Uh, and in doing the cover of the book the way that we did, where it you know it looks like the first draft was angry at God and the at is crossed through and it says with, uh, that transition of thinking like, okay, I know I'm angry and I know God is part of the conversation, so I just assume I am angry at him, and there's no way I can win that conversation. So this is a lose-lose, and I feel totally defeated from the beginning, but mm-hmm. i got to be honest about how I feel. Uh, to, wait a second. God wants to be that rock, that refuge, that hiding place, that, mm-hmm. you know, blessed are those who grieve, for they will be comforted is mm-hmm. one of the attitudes. God says, bring that to me. And this is one where I think oftentimes, like, if, if we read the psalm, you know, one thing that we're often caught up on guard with with the Psalms is there are more Psalms of lament than there are Psalms of praise. Uh, there are Psalms in the minor key uh, as opposed to kind of the happy clappy uh, mm-hmm. Psalms. And many of those Psalms, when you go through them, there are some rough, raw patches uh, where the psalmist is searching like, God, why are you asleep? Why have you abandoned me? Mm-hmm. And, and we know those things aren't true because Scripture tells us otherwise in other places that God doesn't slumber and God will not abandon us. Um, but these psalms are God giving us words for these fall of moment of going, hey, sometimes you're going to need to pray to me like this. We can have these conversations. I will meet you where you are, and I will walk with you towards hope. Mm. Mm. 
Well, there's certainly a lot more for us to talk about with Brad Hambrick regarding his book, Angry with God, An Honest Journey Through Suffering and Betrayal, which is published by New Growth Press. And you're listening to Author's Corner. I'm Roberta Foster. You have talked about this a little bit already, Brad, but uh, when we hear the word grief, our first association is usually with the loss of a loved one, but that's not the only situation in which we grieve. Um, are there? Tell us about some of the other ways in which grief is actually a expected or an anticipated emotion when we have a loss of some other sort. Yeah, I think grief is something that happens whenever we go through a major life transition. Uh, You know, major life transitions, when we can tell one chapter of our life is closing and another chapter of our life is beginning, and we think we like the one before better. Uh. And one of the most classic places where that happens is when we lose a loved one. Uh, And that chapter where they were a part of our life is closing, and a new chapter of our life where uh, they're not going to be a part is opening it, and we... We have this intense longing for what it was like before. Um, But, um, you know, other things that can be of that magnitude is the loss of a significant relationship, Uh, divorce or just the parting of a friendship, the Mm -hmm. losing of a role in ministry, um, retirement, a major medical Mm -hmm. diagnosis. Uh, all of those experiences of suffering that cause us to look at the sky and just yell, why? Mm. Um, those are those are major transition moments. Those are moments of grief. Uh, but oftentimes that grief gets hot, uh, and that's what I was trying to help um, trying to help believers navigate. Because oftentimes, as soon as we feel bad for feeling mad, mm-hmm. we just shut down. Mm. And it's like we immediately got, we think I shouldn't feel this way, and and so we 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 lose any sense of orientation or bearing or direction for for what to do. I then say, God, I shouldn't feel this way. I do, and maybe it'll go away. Mm. Uh, and I, I wanted to offer a little more than that to the person who's hurting that way. Yeah. You actually say that anger is an important part of processing grief. Um, and you've kind of talked about that a little bit, but uh, go uh, go a little deeper in that. Well, uh, grief, if we just talk about it in the classic sense of a loss of a loved one, it wasn't part of God's original design. Um, death is a post-Genesis 3, uh, Adam and Eve mm-hmm. taking of the apple reality. And so when we face those things... Um, in our world uh, that are not as God intended, well, those things upset God. And and so if we're going to be like Him, for us to have a sense of upset as we face things like that, uh, I mean, in Corinthians, uh, Paul referred to death as the last enemy to Mm -hmm. be conquered. Um, That adversarial language, when we face things that are contrary to God's design, uh, we don't want to be over by that upset, um, but we also don't want to pretend that that upset is not there. Um, and so when we come to these moments that reveal how broken our world is, um, it's not just that God is compassionate and goes, ah, I get how you feel, and that our, our reaction actually in some ways echoes His, uh, and 
and that helps us realize he gets it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That uh, he's not just condescending of sense of oh, okay, I can I can understand why you would go there as a finite human being and that kind of thing. But it these kinds of things broke God's heart before they broke our heart. Mm. And what is something that we need to keep in mind as we move out of the angry stage of grief? Yeah, you know, usually when we are, uh, the phrase that's so often used that is hurtful to so many people is like, oh, I feel like you should just, haven't you moved on from your grief? Okay. Um, And that uh, when you've lost a loved one and somebody looks at you and says, haven't you moved on, that just causes your soul to recoil. Yeah. Uh, But I think often their meaning is, have you assimilated this into your story? Like, because so much of grief is just us rebelling against, I wish this wasn't true, I'm going to try to uh, live as if it wasn't, and whenever I see uh, that it is, I'm going to recoil. And when we get to the spot that we can say, this part of life is hard, maybe even bad, uh, but it doesn't mean that the rest of my story can't be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that God can't be faithful yeah. and caring to me on this journey that has rough, hard, difficult uh, passages on it. And when we come to that spot that we've assimilated these hard things as part of our story, uh, that we embrace that God can still be good to us in the midst of this journey, mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's what a resolved grief uh, sounds like or looks like. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm certain there's a lot of other helpful aspects of your book that um, our listeners may be interested in finding out more about. Uh, The book is called Angry with God, An Honest Journey Through Suffering and Betrayal. So, Brad, how can people find out more about your book and the other ministry efforts you're involved in? Sure. Uh, The book itself, uh, you can go to uh, newgrowthpress.com or... Uh, Amazon, wherever you buy books. Um, New Growth is a publisher that's uh, basically anywhere that you would buy books. Uh, and then if people uh, like that and want to know other things that I was up to, uh, the easiest place to find me is at bradhambrick.com. Uh, that's just my name, .com. Uh, almost everything there is free unless it's through a publisher like New Growth. Uh, but there's lots of resources there that are focused on church-based counseling and helping Christians care for one another well. Uh, If somebody's interested in finding more things that I've done, that's the easiest place to find them. Excellent. So the book today is Angry with God, and we've been talking with Brad Hambrick. And we certainly do thank New Growth Press for giving us a copy of the book to talk about. And Brad, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been my pleasure. Again, I appreciate the invitation. And to our listeners, we appreciate you tuning in. This is Roberta Foster on the Author's Corner. Keep in mind that if you missed any part of today's interview or would just like to hear it again, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join us next time on Author's Corner. Author's Corner.